We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Indeed, and welcome to Kilkenny Today with Frank Tynan. Hope I find you well, and I would love your company for the next hour or so as we present the first Kilkenny Today of the week uh, for Monday. And I uh, hope you've had a pleasant week since we spoke last, and uh, I know the forecast is to get quite cold, so let's try and stay safe and keep warm, yeah? But um, busy programme today, um, as ever, and um, I'm going to start more or less now straight away with my first guest, and um, I'm delighted to welcome uh, back to Community of Kenny City, a presenter producer who um, I met um, when I started off first here at the station. And um, he's now gone on to be a member of a very successful Barefoot Productions. And uh, they are a multimedia production company dedicated to the production of high quality and original media content with a focus on commercial and creative video productions. Hello, John Cleary. Frank, how are you? Nice to talk to you again. It's so good to talk to you. How are you feeling? Yeah, great. It's been a while since I've uh, been involved in the community radio, so uh, great to get that call again. Yeah, well, listen, it's a, bit, it's a pleasure, and um, and um, I suppose, like, you know, when you were involved here, John, I mean, it was a great learning curve as well, I mean, as it is for all of us, certainly for me, anyway, starting Absolutely. off, and um, and I was very grateful for some of the support that you would have given people like myself, but, um, yeah, a great a great learning ground, yeah. It really, it really was. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't speak highly enough uh, about my time in uh, in community radio. And, and when I do think about it, I think about it in the present because uh, hopefully my uh, connections there aren't finished just yet. Fantastic. We look forward to it. We look forward to it. And um, but I suppose again, you're 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 interested, or your interest in communication, journalism, and um, and media was that there for 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 many years, John? I mean, it, yeah, definitely. I. I found uh, kind of different outlets for us, but uh, I mean, I started off in in newspaper journalism. Uh, I guess I kind of fancied myself as a writer was always the main thing, which is probably what led me into that first and foremost. And uh, then uh, did a bit of newspaper journalism and then went back and did uh, media studies and got interested in in a few different aspects of uh, media, including radio and uh, probably most particularly film and video yeah and I know you've been very busy with Barefoot Productions and you, you're there obviously with your colleague David Dooley um, yeah David is here as well oh excellent hello David how are you good to how talk to you, you well? yeah I'm yeah. very good I'm very good listen I've been watching some of your work over the weekend and um, even before that obviously as well and it's um, it's really top class stuff and uh, I know obviously listen we have to talk about COVID-19 and I'm sure it's presented challenges for yourselves but I'd say maybe some opportunities as well yeah, exactly that, Frank. You know, it's it's kind of one of the strange uh, quirks of uh, the pandemic is that 
although it wasn't really it took a while but uh, after a while it kind of uh, it really has worked out in a way in our favor and that a lot of things have had to go online and video content has become even more prevalent you know when it when it already was but it's even more so now yeah and um I've seen some of the work that you've been involved in, obviously, during the, the um, I suppose, before Christmas there, with the support from the government in, in, I suppose, really giving entertainers a chance to get back on, produce some music live, um, well, yeah. you know, for, from a video point of view. And uh, that was in the set as well, wasn't it? You are working in the set. Yeah, that's, that's actually still ongoing, and it's been, yeah. it's, been, it's been really great for ourselves to have the kind of uh, regular work that it provides. But... Uh, also a lot of musicians around the country and not just that but a lot of uh, uh, sound engineers and exactly. audio technicians and various other kind of crew members to get involved and, and get a bit of work you know where they haven't worked for a long time yeah no it's I mean obviously for myself you know like um, my other program on Saturdays I'm, I'm very much uh, supportive of, of music from Ireland and artists and course, it's, been, it's yeah. been a really difficult uh, 12 months and um, in fairness I suppose to the government and those who've been involved in this it's, it's a chance and hopefully it's going to continue because I don't know if yeah. we're going to have live music anywhere soon really it's hard to know isn't it it's, it's it's hard to know and it's hard to really imagine kind of this year even so which which sounds bizarre even saying it that you know you can't imagine yeah live shows going on for another year but but that's kind of the reality we're in so yeah that kind of funding has been a, a godsend for the whole industry and hopefully it's kind of just the first step because uh you know it'd be great if it, if it was ongoing well, absolutely, and it's so important for entertainers and for yourselves in production and editing and so on to, to you know, stay with the job and keep the public aware of what groups are, are, are doing. And particularly, I suppose, newer groups who are starting off, um, you know, who really probably were just about maybe to come on the scene. Yeah. And uh, that's been, been where it's really been difficult. And this is a great chance for them to put their work out there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's presented probably a different challenge for all different levels of musicians. But like you said there, you know, it's any act trying to break through it's, it's how do you even do that now when when there's no kind of live music to uh no live crowd i suppose to to put yourself out in front of which would traditionally be where young bands kind of make and break themselves so if they can put it online if they can you know create high production videos that kind of show off you know their their style and their quality then i think you know it's probably the next best thing Absolutely, and um, it's also very nice to actually speak to um, part of an award-winning team. <laughs> and you know where I'm going with this, obviously. Which that, is, that, that, that has a really nice ring to it, I won't lie to you. Thanks, Frank. Well, listen, to, to you and your colleagues, well done. And we, we're talking about uh, working with um, Drops of Green and yeah. on the carousel. And um, again, you know, for yourselves, it was voted the best uh, video award uh, for the ALSR Celtic Music Awards. And I'm just thinking, um, you know, for yourselves there, like that, it must be fantastic just to be acknowledged, right, that the work that you've done, yeah. um, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful piece of work, um, as well, but obviously Brendan Corcoran there is I mean, it's such a great team. But yeah, fantastic yeah. actor, Brendan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how was that for, for yourselves there? Was that great? I mean, it was it was a nice surprise, I think, for us yeah. because it wasn't anything expected, and uh, it's funny, kind of so so long since the actual uh, production. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And again, we, we made that video just over a year ago just before the pandemic hit so that's what struck but, me lads that when but, you know when you were making this I mean little did we know yeah <laughs> what was coming down the line but like David just said to me earlier you know the, the kind of sense 
you know, the, the kind of theme of the video kind of resonates all the more because of everything that's going on now, that kind of sense of loneliness that it, that it kind of speaks about. So, you know, I think it's actually... Absolutely. In a strange way, proven to be quite a... A song yeah. for our time, isn't it? I mean, it's really One for, for our, our time. time. There you go. Well said, Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wouldn't we all love the chance to go back in the carousel? And for more. went the other way too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, David. I mean, it's it's um, you know, it's it, it's uh, yeah, it, exactly. And it's amazing how many I suppose songs we can now relate also in different ways to what's happening. Like you know, which is great. And um, I suppose the power of music, right? But also the, the power of film. And um, and again, I suppose you, I know you worked with Drops of Green before uh, for a Christmas song, didn't you? Yeah, we did a couple uh, a couple of videos at Christmas. They did a version of a Little Drummer Boy, which we we did a video for a couple of years ago, and another great song of theirs, uh, Billy Taylor, which was filmed in uh, Kittler's Inn, of course, which everybody will know well here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and again. You know, like Kenny looks so well on film. You know, so I'm always it's 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 really great when we kind of see ourselves up there. But um, I suppose in relation to yourselves as well, you're also working on the commercial side, and I've seen a few uh, promotional videos for for uh, business here in Kenny even. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of funny, I suppose. We've always enjoyed the uh, the task of kind of working in different aspects of of uh, media and different with different kind of clients. You know, but. Uh, we've kind of been forced to even spread out even more over the pandemic, you know. A yeah. lot of our work beforehand would have probably been retail and then music videos, uh, prom promotional stuff for retail and stuff, but, uh, you know, a lot of those budgets are gone and now we find ourselves doing work like the stuff in the set and kind of online educational uh, platforms and that kind of thing as well so yeah well I suppose again as we said at the start maybe it's an opportunity to try and find new avenues and I mean I know it's not easy but like, exactly yeah. yeah how do you see the year uh, panning out now what's left of 2021 um, in relation to yourselves and um, maybe any any kind of new uh, opportunities coming up yeah I mean we're we're definitely uh, overwhelmingly positive for from our own point of view you know um it's hard to make any kind of predictions in, in this day and age, but uh, based on the kind of uh, response that we've gotten really from from a lot of the work that we've done, you know, both the kind of the, the music stuff and the, the commercial stuff, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of room for us to kind of uh, grow and improve ourselves. So there's lots of stuff on the horizon, lots of different projects. Uh, there's more music kind of hopefully along the line as well. And uh, we'll just kind of take it as it comes, and hopefully uh, at the end of the year we'll be looking back in one of our most successful years so far. Isn't that a very positive way to look at it? Um, yeah, and uh, I agree with you totally. And uh, I wish yourself and David and Barefoot Productions the title Barefoot. Where did that come from? <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let David. Explain David, that yeah. One. I'm always kind of interested in, in you know kind of situations like that in relation to names and titles and uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was originally just barefoot as in the barefoot and we looked it up and we found that it was uh, somebody had already used it so we changed the bear to the the animal bear and that's basically it we just we like the ring to it as well yeah. I guess yeah no it's it, it just really yeah it's absolutely very appropriate and it's um it's it's fantastic and uh, listen lads David, David has David has a bit of experience with uh, being in in a few bands in the past he's a, he's a great musician and uh 
one of the hardest things when you're in a band is trying to find a name for it. So yeah, David. I, yeah, David. I suppose that gives you um, an advantage too when you're producing now and editing um, music videos and concerts because you know being on one side of it and now on the other is it's good, isn't it? Well, I suppose the whole creative side it all feeds yeah. into each other. It's yeah. not just like you can get uh, take inspiration from all different kind of aspects of your uh, training, so to speak, or your your experience. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of the both of us just uh, bounce off each other, you know, and it's great. Each of us have strengths, and uh, we use them, you know, um, to our advantage. So. Listen, sounds great. Listen, John, David, really appreciate your time. It's a, it's a nice way to start the week here on the station. Good news story. Right. And uh, look forward to great success for yourselves over the coming year and years. And um, I'm going to have a little listen now to um, the song, I suppose, itself as well. Do. Okay. Yeah, great. Listen, great lads. song as well. And great big shout out to uh, actually the writers. Yeah. One of the writers of that song, Davey Long, is a close friend of ours. And uh, I know it uh, means a lot to him, that song. So... We were delighted that it was so successful. It's a great yeah. t- team effort. Well done, lads, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. And thanks for time again, okay? Thanks, Frank. Thanks, thanks lads. Bye. 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 Yes, indeed. Uh, great story there. Let's have it to listen to Drops of Green. Old man in the corner, why'd you cry? Seventeen years since that time For all the blue seasons in your eyes No point in reminiscing Young man, take a closer look at me Read between the lines of destiny Turn your back and time will turn on you There's a point in reminiscing Community Radio Kilkenny City. Local like you. We are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. Community Radio Kilkenny City. We're local like you. Why not advertise with your Community Radio Kilkenny City as it puts your message into shops, restaurants, factories, homes and cars of a potential 40,000 listeners. So, we have something for everybody. Call today and book your spot with us. Or why not sponsor a programme or a slot by calling the office on 056 77 or our sales team on 086 810 Community Radio Kilkenny City is a voluntary and not-for-profit organisation. Every one of us is still at risk from COVID-19. But every time we do the right thing, we're protecting ourselves and the people around us. So remember, we all need to take a step back. Let's make an extra effort to keep cleaning those hands and wear a face covering when you're shopping or on public transport. If you sneeze or cough, cover it or have a tissue handy. And download the COVID Tracker app to help reduce the spread of the virus. Because COVID-19 is still a problem and we're all the answer. Welcome back to Kilkenny today with 
Frank Tynan and I uh, hope I'm finding you well and um, let's move on now uh, over the weekend I spoke with local businesswoman Miriam Cuddihy from Mir- Miriam Cuddihy Coaching and we spoke of her work as an executive and leadership coach and also her work as a Colour Me Beautiful advisor and uh, let's have a listen now to our interview Hi Frank So nice to talk to you again it's been a while since we had a chat but uh, you're keeping well I hope Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank ah, you. Good stuff. Okay. Maybe just for our listeners who perhaps didn't hear our last chat, um, we might just talk about your own kind of business. Obviously, it's, it's, it's coaching and uh, personal management and uh, Colour Me Beautiful is part of it as well. But you did a lot yes. of your work over in London before you came back to uh, Kilkenny. Yes. Yes, I was life coaching and I'm also a Colour Me Beautiful image consultant. And um, how's that been going for you over the last while? Yeah, good. Excellent. I, I took a year and a half out. I was doing a master's at yep. UCC in coaching. Yeah. So now I want to rebrand my Colour Me Beautiful business again. So I've established myself under Colour and Style. Brilliant. Um, I suppose, you know, obviously the last uh, 12 months have been so difficult for everybody in Ireland in relation to COVID-19. But I, I'm sure a lot of the skills that you will be passing on to management and uh, for people who are working maybe in the, in the business sector will be very appropriate to all of us at the moment too in relation to keeping our spirits up. Would that be fair yes. to say? So maybe you might give us a few tips um, over the next, as, as we go into spring now, Miriam, right? That maybe how can we kind of lift ourselves and uh, maybe get some inspiration from, from the work that you do? Yes, absolutely. So in relation to colour, there's there's a psychology of colour and each each colour represents something different and it has a great impact on our general sense of well-being. So say, for example, red is the colour of energy and when you wear red, you will feel confident and in control. And... Red is a great colour to wear at the end of the week when your energy levels may be flagging. Okay, good to know. And green and blue, they're considered more calming colours. Say, for example, green is the colour of the grass and leaves and it has an earthly tone to it and it's very calming. And the same with blue. Blue is also a very calming colour. No matter what shade of blue it is, whether it's sky blue all the way up to navy, all that blue spectrum are calming again. So when you wear blue, you feel calm. Purple then is a really more creative color. And many people don't wear a lot of purple, but when you wear purple, you feel creative. So these are all feelings that we can bring into our lives every day by wearing different colors. Very good. And I suppose, again, obviously, we're all different in relation to our skin uh, tone and so on. And that's kind of important as well, is it that? Yeah? Absolutely, yes. So during a colour consultation, I would always look at your skin tone, your eye colour and your hair colour and devise then a palette of colours best suited to your natural colouring and what you were born with. Excellent, excellent. And um, like it sounds kind of complicated, but I suppose the psychology behind it, I mean, there's, there's having many studies in relation to the importance of colour, not just for individuals, but even in relation to where we live and uh, what colour our rooms are and so on, yeah? Yes, oh yes, colour in the home can greatly lift your mood as well. Like, for example, Pantone issued the colours of the year for this year. One was mustard and one was grey. So they incorporated that mustard to bring a more vibrant, Top of colour okay. into your life. Sounds good. 
unfortunately we don't have any um, screen time here so you can't see my colour but um, but it's um, it's again I suppose even in relation to people and, and um, working and so on I suppose really it's, it's, it's an addition to putting yourself in your best in the best light isn't it if you if you wear colours that are appropriate to you and so on it's yes. um, it's an advantage yes absolutely because when you wear your best colours you're bringing youthfulness and vitality and vibrancy back into your face okay and you're also giving yourself that feeling of confidence and self-esteem that you're actually wearing your best colours Excellent. So, from your point of view, when you're when you're uh, helping or coaching a, an individual, um, you would go through all the different. Obviously, first of all, see what kind of skin tone they have, have a yes. chat, and uh, explain as you just done now for our audience here the, the importance of different colours. Yes, absolutely. Because we all have different combinations of eye colour, hair colour, and skin tone. Brilliant. So it's 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 essential to get it right. Yeah. Now, of course, obviously with COVID-19, there's huge restrictions, so there's no individual uh, one-to-one, I'm, I'm sure. So what you do, you're doing it on, online, is it? Yes, yeah. yes. So once I rebranded from Colour Me Beautiful at the beginning of this year onto Colour and Style, all my consultations now are online. And um, your feedback so far, I mean, I, I know you're doing a competition at the moment on Facebook. Yes, yes, yeah. I am. Yes, so I'm giving away a free colour consultation for every month of this year. Very good. And the wonderful Tracy Malay kindly volunteered to be my to kickstart my competition last month in January. So for any other listeners out there that would like a chance to win an online colour consultation where you will receive a digital palette of your 30 best colours to save on your phone, email miriam at colourandstyle.ie how easy is that, right? It's just very straightforward. Yes. And yes. Um, I suppose to go back to the other side of your work in relation to uh, life coaching skills and so on, again, very much both are interrelated, I suppose. But um, yes. again, I suppose maybe we just might have a chat about, about life coaching and so on. And again, the importance of, I suppose, building confidence in people. Absolutely, yes. And it's all about your self-esteem, your sense of well-being and taking small steps every day to build your confidence. Yeah, yeah. And again, I suppose this time management and, uh, you know, I suppose we all have lots of time to manage now, so that's not... Uh, but again, I suppose, again, looking forward, as people go forward and we kind of get back into a different world, hopefully, um, all those kind of skills are important for people to get the most out of life themselves and to enjoy maybe family life. And now, obviously, people working from home a lot as well. It's probably equally as important to be able to manage your time. Yes. And I always say to my coaching clients, the number one thing is to have concrete goals in place that you're working towards all the time. Yeah. I suppose what I'm hearing during the week is a lot of people now are finding it difficult because it's a really, it's been a long time um, in lockdown and uh, people maybe are not feeling as motivated as, as they might have done before. And again, how would you address that maybe um, from your coaching hat point of view, Miriam? I would always say to people, have, have a goal in place. Have yeah. an end goal in place. So we're all at home. There's always DIY jobs to be done. We're moving into the spring. There's gardening jobs to be done. There's homeschooling. There's, we're all supposed to be exercising every day and eating healthier. So if you're doing all of these things, you're putting yourself into a different mindset. Okay. And you're going to view town differently because you're working towards your exercise, your healthy eating, your homeschooling, your gardening, your DIY or whatever you're working towards. So all, so what, whatever goal you have in place, that's going to keep your mind occupied. 
So good. Such good advice. And again, I suppose, you know, the goals need, need not be very, very extreme. I mean, simple goals, no. like you were saying, maybe exercise, maybe yes. uh, variation in food and, um, you know, keeping it simple. Yes, absolutely. Keeping it simple. And, and you don't have to take up an extreme hobby that's going to cost you a lot of money. These are all things that we should be doing anyway. Yeah, good advice too, good advice. And um, again, I suppose from your own point of view, I suppose even, you know, to keep motivated too, it's a, it's a challenge for everybody, isn't it? I mean, during the last uh, 10, 11 months. Yes, oh, absolutely. For me, it's all about the homeschooling. Homeschooling, and, okay. How's that going? It, it's, it, it, has, it has its ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, you've got all the skills, Miriam, to be able to cope, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we all try our best. That's that's that's, that's the best part. Yes, of it. yes, yeah. yes. We all try our best. Yes. Ah, yeah. It's 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 difficult for everybody because again, obviously, uh, you know, there's so much that you have to take into account here. Your broadband speed, uh, where you are, and um, yes. what age group of children are in the house. So there's yes. a lot of challenges for for parents and for children too. I mean, they miss their kids or their friends, don't they, in school? Oh, absolutely. It's very tough on children at the moment. Primary children, secondary, even third level. Yeah. It's very, very, very hard on all of them and very hard to stay motivated. To stay motivated, yeah. I suppose just go back to the colour for, for a moment in relation to children. How yes. would you, how would you uh, maybe bring in the whole idea of colour and, and children? What kind of... Um, is it important maybe that, that children would have um, bright rooms or how would that kind of work its, its way out in relation to oh. colour and be beautiful and... Uh, yes. Well, as I said... The, the, the different colours bring different elements like green and blue are very calming yeah. so if you have a child that may be struggling to get off to sleep at night yeah. green and blue, they're renowned for being very calming colours pink, for example then, is a gentle colour it's a warm colour it's a soft colour and it's a very feminine colour Okay, sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and again, it's, it's just a small little point, but it might be of help maybe to some people who have... Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, and as well for those creatives out there, purple is a very creative colour. It's very spiritual. So purple brings its own different aspects with it. Excellent advice, Miriam. And uh, you, you, you t tell me that you just completed your master's. How was that for you? Um, did you enjoy that, that study? Yes. Part, would you? Yes, I was glad that I had already come from a coaching background before yeah. I had started the Masters in Coaching. Yeah. I think I would have really struggled if I never had a coaching background and then started a Masters in Coaching. Yeah, I suppose like most of us, we're always trying to be, keep on learning, aren't we? You know, yes. there's no stopping. Yes, it's lifelong learning. Lifelong learning, that's, that's exactly it. Well, listen, and just... Keeps, yep, go ahead. Lifelong, lifelong learning keeps the mind occupied as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, and it's, and it keeps you motivated to continue and and finish your course. Yeah, I suppose it's all part of the great circle, right? That what you know, everything that we do is um, is a benefit to ourselves, be it health or be it psych psychological. Um, yes, it's all positive. Yes, and it's always about learning and growing every day. Well, listen, with that uh, excellent piece of advice, um, maybe just a, a reminder, listeners, again, about your Facebook and uh, your, your online presence, if, if, that's, if that's okay with you. Yes. Yeah? Yes, I've set up an, a new Facebook account, Colour and Style, and I'm running a free competition to win a free online colour consultation every month. And it's not just for women, it's for men as well. And you will receive a digital palette of your 30 best colours by email or to store on your phone. So when you go shopping, when the shops reopen, you know 
which colours to buy your new items of clothing in because they'll be your best colours. Well, listen, fantastic. Miriam Cuddihy Coaching and uh, Colour Expert. Uh, great talking to you again. And many thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much, Frank. Pleasure. Kilkenny's only community radio station. Local like you. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Kilkenny's only community radio station. We're local like you. Des Murphy here to remind you of my Good Morning Kilkenny programme, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10am for two hours here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. So join me for seven decades of music, Ashley's favourite three, and on this day in music history, that's Tuesdays and Thursdays, Good Morning Kilkenny from 10am to 12 noon, with me, Des Murphy. Every one of us is still at risk from COVID-19. But every time we do the right thing, we're protecting ourselves and the people around us. So remember, we all need to take a step back. Let's make an extra effort to keep cleaning those hands and wear a face covering when you're shopping or on public transport. If you sneeze or cough, cover it or have a tissue handy. And download the COVID Tracker app to help reduce the spread of the virus. Because COVID-19 is still a problem and we're all the answer. Just follow after me. Join me, Kevin Leafar, for The Hit Zone every Tuesday from 8 to 9.30pm where we will cover the latest World Top 40 Singles Charts sourced from top40charts.com based on sales from 65 countries. So tune in to The Hit Zone and stay abreast of the latest in modern chart music only on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. To the right, to the right. Now take your left hand and... Ireland's own, Ireland's longest-running family magazine is a full-colour magazine which is devoted to all that's best about Ireland and being Irish. It has been published for over 119 years and um, without interruption. To discuss the good news story that is Ireland's own, I'm delighted now. Uh, Please welcome to Community Radio Kenny City, Shay Tompkins, who is the assistant editor of Ireland's own. Shay, how are you? Uh, not too bad, Frank, and thanks very much for having us on. It's How are great. You uh, we're good up here in Kilkenny, yeah, yeah. You're, you're down there in Wexford and Escorty, and um, I suppose, again, uh, one of the... Before we have a chat about the magazine, it's, it's been based in Wexford from the very start, has it, Shay? It has. It has been based in uh, Channing House, Rose Street in Wexford, Yeah. and it's been there ever since 1902, since, since uh, uh, Mr. John Walsh set it up. And the reason he, he went... To, the, the idea came into his head. He was... Get, he was becoming increasingly concerned that the of the influence that English produced literature was having in Irish society. Yeah. And if you cast your mind back to that time, I suppose there was a, a cultural awakening in Ireland. The GAA had been founded in 1884 and shortly after that, uh, the Gaelic League in 1893. So while these two organisations catered for uh, Irish games and the Irish language, he was looking, I suppose, at, at the English, uh, those who spoke English and wrote in, in English and he was thinking well uh, there was a, a magazine called Punch magazine you might have I heard do. Of I remember that, yeah that was uh, uh, circulating in, in England and they they had very condescending uh, depictions of Irish characters that, that, that produced these cartoons that depicted Irish people as gorillas and alcoholics and psychopaths and I suppose he was wanting to change that perception so what he produced or the idea he came up with was an Irish magazine that would be exclusively written by amateur Irish writers for Irish people, and and that was uh, that's what that's where Ireland's own came from. 
and the you know it's been such a success as I said and just maybe before we go into the reasons why I was just thinking as well um, Shay before we have a chat today that um, it's certainly over the last 12 months with COVID-19 um, I think it's been a great addition as well that people have been able to get um, a magazine like Ireland's Own which is so familiar to them to keep in company uh, during this difficult time what would you think? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, two words that we've heard used a lot over over the last year about Ireland's own, when people describe it as, as comfort like it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it does have that sense of comfort, and, and everybody loves a bit of nostalgia and, and to, looking back to the good old days, and never as much as, as in the past 12 months. And I think the, re- the reason is, like, our circulation... Has, has actually increased in the in the last year. I was going uh, to ask you, yeah, I said, yeah, the, the, of course. the sales have gone up, and, and we're delighted with that. But a lot of people, even though people are at home, and uh, especially our readership, who will be, I suppose, age 40, 50 upwards, they, they have more time on their hands. They've, they've more time to read, and the people, members of their family that are younger and can get out to the shops, they're picking up something for them to read, and they see Ireland's own on the shelf, and they think, okay, that that that'll, that'll appeal to mammy or daddy or granny or granddad and they'll bring that home and people the the content they know they can rely the the ethos of the magazine has never changed uh, we don't deal with with current affairs we don't deal with politics we, we we barely even reference that there is a pandemic out there it's it's looking back and you know memories of old ireland and, and short stories and that that's what was there right from the start light-hearted stories and we do history as well and uh, and that ethos has never changed so people know uh, that there's there's no, not going to be bad language or there's not going to be lewd con- uh, content and, and they can depend on it and, and that's that's why I suppose it's, it's, it's popularity has endured Absolutely and I think again you know um, I have I bought my copy there last week and uh, there's so many different interesting stories in it which we'll maybe have a chat about in a moment but I suppose again maybe from 8 to 80 or from, from 6 to, to 90 like there's a vast array of articles that um, are appropriate for all different age groups and as you said it could be from for granny and granddad to grandson or granddaughter couldn't it there's so many because you have a kids section as well we do. We have we have a kids section there. Own, own, Owns Club. And, uh, actually, I was a member of the Owns Club myself. It's on the go a long time. Wow. And uh, like that, I would have uh, when I was small. I, I grew up around Buntlody, uh in County Wexford, and my grandmother. She lived. We had a plot of land. And, like we weren't farmers now, but there was a, still a plot of land, and she lived at the top of that in a, a little old cottage. And from when I was around age ten and, and to about thirteen, fourteen, I used to go up and sleep in her in her house just to keep her company overnight. And every Thursday, I'd, I'd sit in beside the old ag, beside the old Aga range, and uh, and she'd ha- she'd be after buying the Saint Martin and the Ireland Zone, and I'd start reading the Ireland Zone. And and this this is a connection that if you build that into young people's psyche, they carry it on, and, and yeah. they have such fond memories of it. And then maybe they'll go away from it when they head off to to do whatever they're going to do in their twenties and thirties, and then they start a family them, themselves as they get older, and they re- they turn back to it and reintroduce it into the house themselves. And, uh, so true. It's, yeah. when you mentioned there about the, the children's section we started up a, a writing competition for children about, about five or six years ago and we do it every September now we didn't do it this year because the schools are under enough pressure with with, with, uh, with COVID and whether they were going to stay open or not so uh, we delayed it on, until later in the year but uh, up uh, every September now we have about 3,000 entries from, from secondary schools and primary schools around the country you know it's, it's great it's great to, to get kids writing and and, and reading, I mean, absolutely. And I mean, you know, whether it's a magazine or a book, I mean, reading and writing is such a fantastic, uh, important skill um, yes. 
that all the children obviously need to have and um, in this age of iPads and everything else you know so that's that's really great and again I suppose I was going to say that um, it's also been a platform I suppose the magazine Ireland's own for, for, for writers I mean I mean, you welcome don't you people to maybe send in their stories to yourselves Oh we do yeah but that's that's basically the success of the magazine is down to contributors it's, it's all contributor driven and everybody that sends in say a memory piece or a short story to get paid for it. It's, it's not an astronomical amount, but we do. We try to pay everybody. And we could have 30 to 40 writers every, every issue. And going back over the years, um, we've, we have a lot of people started off writing for Ireland's Own, like Maeve Binchy used to write for us. Uh, J.B. Keane wrote a lot back in his day. And then even in recent years, we've been lucky to have the likes of Cassie Kelly and uh, Deirdre Purcell have written stories for us. So it's, you know, there, there is a, a connection with with everybody for sure like and it's a great starting point and and i suppose also just to go back to the, the, the copy i have here there's a wonderful opening um the, the front page uh, coloring old ireland and i think again it gives a flavor of what you try and do in a magazine isn't it i mean it's basically looking back at photographs that were technically um put into color which is a fantastic achievement in itself and again it brings back so many memories when you go through the, the pages Shay. Yes, that and that book you're talking about there, Old Ireland in Colour, was actually the best-selling book of, of last year. It sold around 48,000 copies. Yeah. It, it, it was the brainchild of a, a guy called John Breslin. Yeah. And he, he works in uh, the University in Galway. And he came across this new programme called The Oldify, which automatically colourises old black and white photos. So he got in touch with um, Dr. Sarah Ann Buckley, and between them, they came up with different ideas, and they, they looked through hundreds and of photographs, old photographs, and decided to select uh, an amount that they thought would appeal to people. So that, um, that, that issue and that story that you have there, we, we just gave a sample of old black and white pictures, which they coloured, and like ev- there was everything in the book from Tom Crean uh, to Michael Collins, James Joyce, Maud Gunn, Oscar Wilde, and, and even just societies. Uh, the Ballybrick and Fair there is on the cover down in Waterford, which is a famous old... Uh, old fair day in, in Waterford City um, there's pictures of the old old fisher women in their Galway shawls there's, it's, it's a real and that book ties in perfectly as you say Frank with, with what we look for in, in, in uh, Ireland's own you know a, a window to the past of, of what was great about Ireland Absolutely and it's amazing Shay, isn't it the way that colour can really kind of um, you know change a photograph and uh, bring it brings it for me anyway certainly you know really um, more to life but it's, it's a fantastic um, um, addition well done on that Shay and again I suppose you have always had a, a comedy page lots of jokes and the, the pen friend page has been always very popular as well hasn't it oh yeah the pen friends yeah the pen friends go all the way back to uh, the 1930s and 40s actually the, the magazine has been produced every week since 1902 with the exception uh, of a period during World War Two when there was a, a, a rationing on newsprint and it came out every second week so so it kept going but it just went fortnightly for a while because they didn't have enough newsprint but um, yeah go back to the pen friends they have been such a success story down the years and the amount of people that either that made friends lifelong friends through little ads that they might have put in the magazine but also a lot of uh, people met their their long-term partners and there have been several man- marriages uh, through through the pen pals page, actually last year we we tracked down two of them. Um, I think one of the couples they were they were celebrating their thirty eighth wedding anniversary, and then there was a couple that were only after getting married the previous year, and they had met through Ireland's own. So, so uh, love stories know. begin in Ireland's own. <laughs> That's it. Actually, the the Valentine special is out tomorrow. Now, did you say it? Oh well. Uh, 
yeah, we have we have a, a nice interview with Gabriel Byrne, the, the actor. Oh, fantastic! Who who, who, um, who really carries a, a special place in his heart for Ireland's own. So he, he was very good and, and, and spoke to us. I think that's the other part of the magazine as well that I, I like myself. I mean, you you do have a lot of interviews, um, particularly with some music on the music side, entertainers and so on, like you know, and uh, and I think again that's a wonderful opportunity, obviously for the entertainers as well. But again, for people maybe to get a greater insight into many of the people that we would hear a lot on radio, see on TV. That's that's it, and you'd be surprised about how many of them. Sometimes they they'll come to us, or sometimes we'd have an idea and we'd say it'd be great to hear their story. We might go to them, but. The common theme with so many of them, from Johnny McAvoy to Shane McCown, they they grew up with Ireland's own in the house, and that's where they learnt their songs. Yeah. Because these these were the days before the internet; you couldn't Google the the lyrics to a song. So, um, they, they, even Shane McGowan used to talk about it, the house in Tipperary, his grandparents' house, and he'd sit there, and there might be fourteen people in the house, and they'd ask him for a song, and he'd, he'd pick up the Ireland's own and sing the Foggy Jew or something out of it. That's why we keep it going. With, we we still publish the words of songs. And, and we always try to look for the old Irish classics, you know. I can hear the passion in your voice, Shay. And again, it must be fantastic for yourself as a journalist, being from Wexford, to be now part of such a long tradition of um, publication in Ireland. That, that's and you hit the nail on the head. It, yeah. it is actually we're uh, we're merely, uh, I suppose, caretakers of, yes. of this national treasure, and it, it is it is an honour to to be part of it and, and to try and look after it and pass it on to, to the next generation. And uh, it, it really is such an interesting job. Like uh, you never know who you're going to hear from each day, or where you're going to get a story from. Uh, like even there, last week we got uh, a story from the two the two brothers who had written uh, the song Grace. You know the yes. song about uh, yeah. Grace Gifford and Joseph Mary. Tuckett. Brilliant song. And yeah. and the, you know and how Rod Stewart was after picking up on it. And he had recorded it and he met the two guys and invited them on stage when they, when he came to Dublin. And, and great feel good stories like that. And uh, so, like I say, you never know. You never know who's going to get in touch. And, and Ireland is—we're we're a nation of storytellers, and there's no end to, to the amount of great storytellers and people who can write a good yarn. You even end up talking to community radio Kenny City. That's it, that's yeah. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I suppose, again, you know, your whole kind of, again, you mentioned about, you know, reading the magazine yourself young, so your interest in journalism obviously goes back a long time, and, and uh, your dream has come true. That's it, yeah, yeah. My, my, uh, well, I, I started off myself, uh, I was a history teacher for a while, and then, so I did that for about five years, and then I, I went back into journalism, as, which I had always wanted to do. But I, I was kind of, I wanted to marry the two, if you like, because they, they wouldn't be miles apart. So, uh I, I started off in uh, the Irish field up in uh, the horse race in yes, paper up in, yep. in, uh, in in Dublin and then did a, a work for the Farmers Journal for a while and then came down to to the People newspapers in 2007 when, when we left Dublin to start a family and, and that was it. I, I fell in. I actually started writing for Ireland's own myself and uh, that's, that's how I began uh, and that's yeah, so it's, it's great. Well, listen, it's a wonderful story, Shay Tompkins, assistant editor of Ireland's Own. Can I wish you and your colleagues continued success for the next 100 years? And um, many thanks for talking to us here on Community Radio, Kenny City. You're, you're very welcome, and thank you for having us, Frank. Tuesday's installation of Afternoon Outlook is with me, Mick Cummins, kicking off from 2 until 4 p.m. each Tuesday. I'll have my mystery year for a bit of fun for your Tuesday with lots of music and clips from the chosen year to help you guess. Don't forget the health corner with natural health stores, Claire Whitty, and our legal expert, solicitor, Laurie Grace from the New Park Law Solicitors, right here on 88.7 FM or online on crkc.ie. That's each Tuesday with me, Mick Cummins, from 2 p.m. Hope to have you aboard.
advertise with your community radio, Kilkenny City, as it puts your message into shops, restaurants, factories, homes, and cars of a potential 40,000 listeners. So, we have something for everybody. Call today and book your spot with us. Or why not sponsor a program or a slot by calling the office on 056 77 or our sales team on 086 810 Community Radio Kilkenny City is a voluntary and not-for-profit organisation. Hi, I'm Frank Tynan, inviting you to join me on Saturday at 5, every Saturday at 5. We'll meet interesting people, look inside the weekend papers, go back in history, and of course, great music from Ireland's best entertainers. So let's make it a date. Saturday at 5, only on your community radio, Kilkenny City, on 88.7 FM. City Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City from 12 to 2 each Saturday. Hurling, camogie, soccer, rugby, racing, basketball and much more. Sponsored by Michael Ling Motors for Ford and Hyundai. City Sport on 88.7 FM and on the World Wide Web every Saturday from 12 noon. One thing I've learned after all these years for that real eclectic feel, it's KB's Rhythm and Roots, every Saturday, 6 to 8, on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Every one of us is still at risk from COVID-19, but every time we do the right thing, we're protecting ourselves and the people around us. So remember, we all need to take a step back. Let's make an extra effort to keep cleaning those hands and wear a face covering when you're shopping or on public transport. If you sneeze or cough, cover it or have a tissue handy. And download the COVID Tracker app to help reduce the spread of the virus because COVID-19 is still a problem and we're all the answer. Nicholas O'Brien and Shaw. Curra and Ish Steve, Eshtaklum, a radio fobble car kilkinig, eighty eight point seven FM, a Renee Clog, Goss Saharan, nor a big me a kind fi Kursi Atula. Marshin, Faltuk Kyolagas Kora, Goss Saharan, a radio fobble car kilkinig, eighty eight point seven FM, a Renee Clog, Le Oriot or Sam Hyrie Chadwicks. Welcome back to Kilkenny Today with Frank Tyne and uh, nearly time for me to say goodbye for another week. Hope you enjoyed the programme. Many thanks to all my guests today on the show and a uh, big thank you as well to the programme producer Anne Nolan for all her great work here every week and every day for the show. And uh, just have a quick look at maybe some of the news that was making the headlines at the weekend from the Business Post. And um, this is one headline here. Household wealth in Ireland hits record high last year. So apparently the net worth of households in Ireland rose to an all-time high of €831 billion euros in the third quarter of last year latest Central Bank of Ireland figures revealed so this equates apparently to 166,932 euros per person a lot of money somewhere but uh, and also the uh, another headline is late surge in housing project completions so obviously the lockdown has is affecting housing and uh, development housing and um, over as well we have air mobile traffic surges 80% so telecoms company Air reported an 80% increase in mobile traffic on its net- network last year as the COVID-19 pandemic forced people to work study 
uh, remotely and uh, yeah no surprise there I suppose either and uh, consumer spending was down 5% in quarter 4 uh, consumer spending in Dublin dipped 4.8% in the final 3 months of last year and um, what else do we have here uh, yeah what's this uh, COVID-related unemployment rises to 25%. So the COVID-adjusted rate of unemployment rose 25% in January, up from 19.4% in December, according to latest CSO figures. Yeah, I suppose there'd be no surprises there, apart from the amount of money that we have in the country, apparently. But as I said, it's time for me to go and um, have a good week, and until we talk again, do take care of yourself. Goodbye. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.